Hello everyone, this is Lynn Stacy with the Victoriously Anointed Podcast. I am so glad that you could join me for today's episode. Get ready for a treat. Hello everyone and welcome to the Victoriously Anointed Podcast. I'm your host, Lynn Stacy. Thank you so much for joining me for Bible Talk Tuesday. Last week I missed Bible Talk Tuesday. I thought I posted the podcast and I did not. <laughs> and so it's it's funny how sometimes life goes and you think you've done something and then you realize, wait a second, I, I was behind on that. And so we're going to start um, this Bible Talk Tuesday off with just um, our topic for the month. And that is Jesus and his miracles. We're going to talk a little bit about some of the miracles that Jesus performed leading up to Thanksgiving and Christmas, uh, the time of his birth that we celebrate the time of his birth anyway. I'm not going to say it was the exact time of it. Um, so if this is your first time joining me on the Victoriously Anointed Podcast, welcome and hello. And if this is not your first time joining me, you know that you are welcome here. So welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. All right. We're going to go ahead and get started with Jesus in the 10 lepers. So if you want to join me in the book of St. Luke, that's in the New Testament. It's one of the four gospels. You have Matthew, Mark, Luke, then John. So it should be the third book in the New Testament of the Bible. Um, you can go to St. Luke chapter 17, verse 11, and I'm going to read to you those scriptures. And then we're going to kind of take some examples of what it actually would look like if we were to play, make it applicable um, to something that would occur today. Just God giving you a word and you standing on that word and acting um, and behaving as if what God is has said is so. And so in the book of verse it says, Now it happened as he to Jerusalem, that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. As he entered the village, there met him ten men who were lepers. Who saw them, he said to them, Go, show yourselves to the priests. And so it was that as they went, they were, and when he saw that he would help you, returned with a loud voice, glorified God, and fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. We're going to stop right there because I believe that we, um, what I'm really want to focus on in this particular passage of scripture um, has been covered. And so we're just going to kind of um, go into the word of God and how um, when God gives you a word, it's so important that if you want to see the blessing come to pass, that you act on that word. Sometimes we miss blessings, not because God didn't give them, but simply because we won't go, simply because we won't do, simply because we don't have the faith um, required in order to be able to get it. I'm not even going to say that he has given to you. And so simply because of fear, um, faith over fear, we don't want to allow those things to block us from being able to enter into the blessings of God. That's for me. That's for you. That's for anybody. And sometimes God will still bless you. Even if um, you do find yourself in that state, just because he knows it will strengthen your faith for the next time he wants you to do something. And so, and also he knows where you are on your journey of faith. Um, there was a man that um, Jesus met. He said, Lord, I believe strengthen now my unbelief. And so sometimes God will use his grace and his mercy to strengthen our belief in belief. And so that man still received his miracle. He still received his blessing. And so um, the where they are, he knows the intent of a person. And so he knows the best way to in order for uh, faith to be developed and faith to be grown. He knows the best way uh, for blessings to be received. And so um, just trusting and leaning on the word of God. And so before we get into the breakdown of the passage of scripture, I want to be able to give you a uh, 
uh, example uh, of what that will look like in today's time, just standing on the word of God when he gives you a message of just go and do, even when the circumstance and the situation doesn't look like uh, what it should around you. And so this story that I'm getting ready to tell is not a, a real story, but it's something that I'm just using as an example. Um, Jesus called them parables, uh, a parable that I'm giving just to um, kind of let you see uh, the the example of what has occurred here in the scripture and in the text so that you can hopefully understand and better understand this version of faith because God speaks to us in different ways and we have to understand and know exactly what it is that the Lord says to us so that we can be active in doing and that means that you have to be open to God you have to be prayerful you have to be seeking God you have to discern him um, and you have to know when he's the one that's speaking to you and I'm telling you right now that comes through um, hit and miss um, sometimes you hit sometimes you miss and sometimes you have to get back on track when you miss um, just to make sure that you really do comprehend what it is that the Lord needs you to do um, and so we find here uh, in the book of Luke 17 chapter 11 through 16 that he tells the lepers to go to go even though they hadn't been um, healed yet even though they haven't been um, just kind of uh, the leprosy hadn't dried up yet we still find where he tells them to go and so they have to get up and go and it says as they went as they stood on their word of faith and in spite of what the situation looked like around them they still decided to act on the words of Jesus and so we too must choose to act on the words of Jesus and so and so we're gonna um give this story I'm gonna give this story right quick and then we can kind of go a little bit further into the text imagine you are standing in your house cabinets empty wallet empty the food bank is empty and you have three mouths to feed. The last thing you want to do is be around anybody and you cry out and ask God for help. And the message that he gives you is to go to such and such grocery store and start putting groceries in the basket. You know that you can't afford the food, but you are 100% certain that this is what God is requiring of you. So you gather your children and go. You are nervous and with reluctance, but having faith in you, you begin putting food in the basket. The children aren't sure what you are doing because they are aware of the situation, but you tell them, just have faith. The Lord sent me here. When your basket is halfway full, you are struggling to keep going, but you run across an older lady who finds herself struggling and you help. The lady asks if you can provide more assistance because there are a few more things that she, she desired to get, but was having difficulty picking them up and carrying them. So you send your eldest son to help her out and just tell him to find you when he is done. The woman talks with the child and the Holy Spirit encourages the mother to keep putting things in the basket. After a few moments, the old woman and the son re-emerge. The lady tells her, the mom, I'm not sure if you know Jesus, but as I was talking with your son about his hopes and dreams, I felt the Lord tugging on my heart to cover your grocery bill today. She tells the lady to finish shopping and she will meet you meet her at the register she pays the grocery bill usually people go to the store when they have money to buy money to buy things not on the basis of faith and so in this example that i'm given we see where um, the lady doesn't have the resources that she needs to feed herself and her children not only that but she doesn't have the resources um that she needs to be able to um buy what she needs in order to feed them and the the food bank sometimes it runs empty and so in this case uh, everything is just empty it's closed and so she has to rely um a situation where she has to rely completely and totally on god 
Now, this is a make-believe story, but I believe that people do have testimonies of different things like this that God has told them to just go in faith, even though the situation didn't look like um, what it should look like. And so we find here uh, where it says that um, she told her children to have faith. And so as parents, um, when you begin, when you have faith in something and you believe God and you trust God for something, um, it encourages and it, it builds the, the faith of your children because they were there witnessing the moment as well. And so what do you think that that did for them, for them to see her having faith? I mean, this is on a total basis of make-believe, but what do you think that did for them and how that story is going to impact them for the rest of their lives? Sometimes it's not a matter of just uh, uh, always just teaching and talking and instructing your children. Sometimes it's a matter of the different things that God allows you to go through and he pulls you out of that sometimes have the biggest impact of what happens and occurs in their life later on in the future. They'll be able to recall that moment when God helped and when God blessed. And so in this particular instance, in this particular story, no, they weren't sick, but they still had a word that said, go. And she went. So would you have been, so I want to ask, ask, ask you a question. Would you have gone, been assured of this word from God? Would you have continued to shop? Would you have gone, if God gave you a word like this, if you found yourself in this type of predicament and you've prayed and you cried out to God, would you have gone if the Lord had told you to go? Um, and so we find here where, uh, I don't find many places where, um, Jesus tells them, uh, gives a word like this. I don't find very many. Uh, I don't think I can't recall another miracle where Jesus just gave a word and they had to act on it, even though they weren't clean. There were several instances where, you know, he told, uh, someone to go and the person wasn't there with them. Like, um, in the story with, uh, when the, uh, I believe it was Naaman, um, he came and he asked Jesus, it was a Pharisee and he told him that his servant was sick and, but the servant wasn't there. And Jesus told him to go when he gets there, that his servant is going to be healed. And, uh, then we find where, um, there's another instance where a mother comes and asks for deliverance for her child. And Jesus tells her when she gets there, different things like that. But in this particular instance, this was the actual person that they were dealing with. And so um, they were still in the situation, in the condition that they were in. And so what if you're the one that Jesus still, uh, what if you're the one that Jesus decides to test this measure of faith with? Um, what if you're the one that Jesus decides to say, hey, uh, um, go and do this or or be healed of that or, or different things like that. And then you have to act on that word of faith, even though you haven't really been fully cleansed and healed yet. You have to begin to act on that word of faith. And so um, we find here where they had to get up and go anyway. And in the story that I told, um, we see where she had to get up and go anyway. Would you have been the one to get up and go, even though um, you 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 haven't seen the situation turn around, even though it's not put in your hand? And so because uh, sometimes we feel like we have to uh, if I don't see it then I'm not going to do it. We miss out on blessings when we develop that uh, type of attitude. We miss out on so much. Uh, sometimes, that, like I said before, it's sometimes God does put the blessing in our hand, but the fact that we don't, when we, the fact that when we don't act on the word, sometimes it robs us of just seeing the, the miracles and the blessings of God in our life. And so if you want to see a miracle on today, the miracle is in you acting on what God has said. The miracle of the blessing is in you acting on what God has said.
And so uh, consider whether or not you would have went. And if you say that, I don't know that I would have gone. I, I, I question things a lot. I, I, I don't know whether or not I would have gone. Uh, uh, guess what? Um, God knows who you are and he knows how to cater to um, who you are as a person. He knows how to still allow you to be able to operate in faith according to the measure that he has given you. It does not matter if, you know, I, I don't know if I would have acted like the 10 lepers. I probably would have been one of the ones that uh, would have just told Jesus, um, I, I, I need to be strengthened in my belief. I, I would have been the one of the ones who would have been waiting around to see the miracle happen. I, I would have been one or, or anything like that. Um, I believe that God can meet us where we are. And you can see where Jesus, he dealt with each one of the stories different according to them and according to what he was wanting to teach at the time. And so this is a teachable moment, not only for his disciples, but it was it's also a teachable lesson and a teachable moment for us. The lepers were not healed of their leprosy uh, when Jesus told them to go. The word tells us that as they went, they were healed. Can you imagine the level of faith it takes to still do what God requires um, solely on trust alone that God will do? So when it comes to faith, it's, it's based on pure trust. Pure trust that um, I believe that the word of God is true. I believe that when God speaks, it is so. And I believe that it's going to come to pass. And so that requires action from you. Um, that requ Faith requires action. Uh, faith is an action word. Uh, faith without works is dead. And some people take that scripture and they apply it to different things that they want to do. But faith comes um, by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And so when you operate in faith, you're acting on something that God has said. Um, because we find that in the book of Proverbs, it said a man don't work, don't eat. And so we all are working towards something. And if we want to be able to do different things in our lives, it requires work. But faith is something uh, totally different. You can work towards a degree. You can work towards uh, uh, just being able to start your own business. But is it something that God has given you in faith? Um, and so uh, we know that certain things don't come. That's why some people are still able to do, um, even though they don't have God, even though that they may not be believers. Um, and so it's, it's not purely based on just you working alone. No, faith comes by hearing is the word tell is what the word tells us and hearing by the word of God. So what is the word that God has given you for this time such as today, for the modern time, for now? Um because we can we can also trust in the word of God. The word of God is is um uh, the Bible. That's the word of God. But do you believe that God still speaks, um, that he still sends out his word into the earth uh, because he is the word. Um, and so we have to be able to stand on what it is that God is saying today. Um, what is he saying today? Because um, they weren't living in the end times um, in the Old Testament. They were living in the beginning of times. And so we're in a, a completely and totally different time period um, than they were in the Bible. Bible. And so what word is God speaking to his church for today? Um, because in the New Testament, we find where Jesus um, is the one um, that kind of gets to gets to going. And so this is why uh, Christians, Christianity came about um, because they were at Antioch is where they first were called Christians um, because they were followers of Christ. And so and we find that it was the disciple of Jesus named Peter um, that began uh, uh, the where the church um, began. And so um, we find just different seasons and different times throughout the Bible. And so you have to know how is God speaking to us on today and what is the thing that he requires? If you don't think that God is doing a movement in this end time season, I can tell you right now, you need to get in your word. Not only that, you need to pray and you need to seek God because he moves in different
different anointings and different callings uh, because there are different things that occur in the earth um, that we have to be ready and prepared to be able to take on. And the only way we're going to be prepared and, and able and capable to be able to take them on is if we are connected to the one who allows us and empowers us to be able to do the things that we need to do for this season today. You know, the disciples, they face a different kind of battle when they were first beginning the church, but the church has been established for a while now. The church has been existing for a while now. Now we find where in the scripture where it says that there's going to be this great falling away. And so how does the church respond in the end times when that occurs? And what does God want us to do um, within the end time season? I um, mean, we say we, we've been in the end times for a, a long time. Uh, have we been this so close uh, to Jesus return? Have we been so close? We have not. And so um, since we have been drawn closer, I don't know if you know, but there has been a shift. There has been a shift. Uh, uh, and so uh, it had, did you feel the shift? Did you feel the change? Have you been discerning God to be able to recognize and understand that God is doing something different? Um, and so um, that takes prayer, that takes seeking God, that takes uh, uh, knowing and how he is moving and, and just uh, uh, being connected to the almighty God. Um, and so we uh, we find here, hopefully, uh, that, that story of just the lady in the grocery store kind of can help you see um, how this story of the 10 lepers is still applicable for today, even though it was based on uh, just them wanting to be healed. But it's about what Jesus said. It's about the fact that they have faith. It's about the fact that this is still applicable to um, what how God speaks to us on today. Sometimes the only thing you're going to get from um, God is a word. Word. And then you have to begin to act on that word as if what he has said is true. And so that's what I found in my life in this current season in my life that I'm in. I have been really um, been having to just act on faith. I'm just like, Lord God, I'm ready to see something manifested. I'm ready to see something that I believe that you have said come to pass. I'm ready to have the blessing in my hand. And it just seems like he has been really been dealing with me on faith. I need you to still act and do and trust as if what I told you is true. Testify of it. Even though you haven't seen it keep on working even though you haven't seen it keep on speaking the blessings out of your out of your mouth keep on searching keep on doing this and different things like that and so my job is that to keep on walking in faith your job is to know what it is that God has said and so that you can keep on operating in the faith that he needs you to operate in even when you don't see the results um at the at the time in the instance that you're that you're wanting to see the results and so um, I would say that as you go through your faith journey with God, it gets easier um, because it has, it will, boy, I'm telling you right now, it was, it has been tough. Uh, uh, um, but I, I've gotten to the point now where it's kind of like, you know what? I'm just going to stand on what God has said. I'm just going to find myself patiently waiting. I'm just going to wait until God just uh, manifests this thing uh, and bring it out. I'm just going to be content with where I am. And so uh, I'm just going to keep on speaking the word of faith. And so um, that's where, uh, that's kind of uh, what we have to do. And so. Uh, God has people everywhere. God has people everywhere. And just because you don't know all of them, doesn't mean he can't use them to be a blessing in your life. God has people everywhere. 
He has people everywhere and he knows how to bring you into contact with the right person at the right time. That's why it's so important to act on whatever it is that God has said. And sometimes um, the blessings that you do receive, it has to be, uh, don't wait until, don't wait. I don't need you to wait right now. I need you to go and do because this is what I'm requiring right now because this is the pivotal pivotal moment that I need you to meet the person that I need you to meet uh, because of the blessing that I'm trying to place within your hands. Sometimes we have to go and we have to do and we have to act right at the answers because we if we don't we will miss some blessings in our lives and I can tell you that I sometimes I feel like you know what Lord I feel like I missed some blessings in my life because I didn't act in the time frame that you needed me to act in and so uh, I, I'm just and that that's kind of um um, sad to um, be able to say, but sometimes we do. We miss the blessings of God when we don't act in the time frame that He needs us to act in. And sometimes we get comfortable with just being like, you know what? I don't know what the blessing was anyway. I haven't experienced the blessing, so uh, I, it don't even matter to me anymore. Don't develop that type of an attitude, okay? Uh, um, because then you're gonna miss out on some more blessings in your life. And God can bring whatever it was blessing that it is that you did miss. God can bring that thing right back into your life at the right time. You may have to wait longer than what. You was supposed to wait for it, but guess what? He can bring it right on back around and bless you uh, with whatever it is that he was going to put in your hands. You just have to keep on allowing him to build and to establish your faith. And we walk by faith and not by sight because I believe ultimately the Lord wants to bless our lives. Um, and so uh, he brought that just like with, and, uh, if you're telling me, uh, how do you know? Well, just like with Israel. You say, well, the first generation, they missed the promise of God, but he brought that blessing right back into the tribe of Israel. And so even though the first generation, yeah, they missed the promise of God, um, but the second generation, they they were able to still walk into that promise that God had given. So yes, he does bring blessings right back around. And I want to be able to experience the blessing sometimes that I have missed and that God can bring right back around into my life. I'm not going to pass like the other generation unbelieving because I believe that if they would have cried out to God in their wilderness and told God, we will do uh, see, sometimes it's just a matter of that they respond to God and say, Lord God, we're going to cry out to you, Lord God, because we believe what you have said and we don't want to miss the blessing. We, so we repent. We don't find that in scripture. And sometimes it's just a matter of how do you respond? You say, well, they missed the whole blessing. Well, did they respond to God with a faith thing that said, God, Lord God, no, you promised this to us. Lord God, we're not there where we're supposed to be, Lord God, but still allow us to be able to, they, we don't see that. We see a bunch of complaining. Sometimes you have to get out the mind frame of your complaint and get into the mind frame of, I want to be blessed. I want to be blessed. So Lord God, I'm going to fight. I'm going to do whatever it is I have to do. I need you to strengthen and encourage my faith, Lord God. I'm right here with you, Father God. And I want to be able to receive blessing into my life. We don't see where either that generation did that. We see where they were. They were fearful. They were afraid. And they did a bunch of complaining. We don't, we see where generations of Israel, where they did, um, God allowed them to go into bondage, but they cried out to God with sincerity of heart and God brought them back into his protection and under his wing of care. Uh, we don't see that with this generation. So he He allowed that generation to be wiped out. We see where God changes his mind in different parts of the scripture based on how the people respond to him. And so they weren't in a mode of faith, I would say. 
And so we have to get into the mind frame of a mode of faith because they ha we have something that they didn't have. We have Jesus. And because we have Jesus, we have grace. We have grace. And so that means something even more in, in today's time. Sometimes God will bring blessing right on back into your life. He is the redeemer of time. He can redeem the time that you think you've lost. Um, he can bring that right on back and give it to you. Now, how does he redeem the time? He redeems that in different ways. Uh, we have to act on the word and faith. And sometimes when we don't see things going well or going in our life, like we expect them to go, I'm telling you right now, I don't see everything in my life going as I expected it to go. But guess what? I'm believing God. I'm trusting God. I know that he's here with me and I'm learning to appreciate what I do have. And I'm learning to appreciate what's around me. And I'm learning to appreciate where God does have me. And I'm learning to appreciate the different things in my life. Um, and so uh, I'm going to keep on reading just the different thoughts. Um, that I have concerning um, just the word of God, we all have to learn to go and do when God requires us to go and do. If we want to have access to the blessings that the level that the level of faith requires. Imagine you see, see, there is different ways that God can respond and work. He may not tell you to go to the store and begin putting food in your grocery store. He could, he could have uh, uh, said, imagine if she was uh, uh, driving and as she went, a friend called and told her, let me meet you at the store. God told me to cover the cost of your grocery bill today. And see, the thing about this is sometimes uh, uh, it takes a double faith. It takes a double faith. Sometimes a God will tell you to do something. Uh, as he's telling the other person to do something. And sometimes uh, if you don't act and the other person's act, then what if you don't act and the other person person acts, uh, uh, guess what it does? It makes God seem as if he's a liar and he's not a liar. He's not a liar. Uh, he's not a liar, not one bit. And so sometimes it requires uh, you acting in faith because it also reassures the other person of faith in God that what the word that God gave them was true. And sometimes God will still bless the other person because they responded in faith and you missed the blessing that you were supposed to receive because you were the one that was supposed to bless that other person. But because you didn't act on that word, you were disobedient to what God told you to do. Um, then you, you not only miss your blessing, but you missed the opportunity to be a blessing. And so it's so important uh, uh, that we respond to God in faith. We respond to God in faith. God knows how and when to bless us. We just have to respond to him in faith. And so uh, sometimes when you're disobedient on a blessing, God will still bless the other person. He'll just send somebody else to in to do what it, what it is that you were supposed to do and you failed to do. He'll just send somebody else in there and he'll be it'll be at the time that you're supposed to do it. And then God will have somebody else waiting around around in the bush. I would say um, that he that that I would say the backup protocol, because some things they have to be done. They are they are time effective. Uh, it is based on the timing. I need this to be done in this time. Sometimes, you know, we can we have the ability to kind of just go through different things like that. And God to give us a table. He'll work with us, be patient with us, and, and it develops over time. But there were some things that, no, this is a, for a specific time. This is a specific, the specific time that I need this to be done because this is when the connection is getting ready to happen. Have you ever, and let me tell you uh, uh, specifically how we can kind of bring that, make that applicable. Um, so have you ever met somebody and they, they were like, you know what, I'm getting ready to move to a different country because this is where my job requires. And so there's a specific time for them to be over there and a specific time for that flight 
flight to occur. And so if you miss your time to um, be able to get to them uh, uh, in the time that you were supposed to, then you just missed that opportunity uh, 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 because they needed to get to there by a certain time. And then just imagine within that time frame, things, different things occur in life. You don't know uh, 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 what it's costing uh, when you don't uh, uh, operate within the time that God needs you to operate within. Um, that's all I'm saying. Um, there was a certain time limit for school to occur. Uh, uh, you don't get to repeat first grade once uh, to, uh, more than you don't get to repeat. Uh, uh, I will say you can repeat if you flunk out, but if you in passing, you don't get to repeat that same year of first grade. Even if you do flunk, you don't get to repeat that same year of first grade because you're going to be in a, there with a whole different, different group of people. Uh, when you move away, you do different things. You're going to be with a whole different group of people. Sometimes you only get one time um, to bl be a blessing. And sometimes you only get one time that one opportunity. And so sometimes you have to take that and do what it is that God has required you to do. And I pray that the Lord, Lord God, help me to be able to respond in the time that I need to respond in. I pray the Lord helps you, help me to be able to respond in the time that uh, um, you need to respond in because sometimes um, things have to be done within that certain set of period of time because you don't know if you're going to get that opportunity of that connection again. But that doesn't mean that God can still bless your life. I want you to be encouraged to know that today too. That does not mean that God cannot still bless your life. He'll just bring it around in a different way through a different person uh, when he sees that you are ready to be able to step forth into the blessing. And so we're going to keep on reading. Faith is not always easy. That's kind of what I'm getting to a point that I was kind of make there. Faith is not always easy. It, it's work over time. But if you want to walk in the faith of what God says, you have to act like and respond as if what God says is absolute truth because it is as if it is absolute truth, meaning I, I don't doubt what God says. I believe it. If, it. if this is what he says, then this is what I'm going to do. Um, so if you will just speak a word, Lord, if you would just speak a word, um, then I know what to do and that everything will work out just fine and okay. We stand on the word of God. If God would just speak, sometimes we can be seeking God and it's just like, Lord God, I don't want to act on this. If you ain't the one that's speaking it to my life, Lord God, I don't want to act on this unless I absolutely know that is you. And then he can give you that absolute truth of it being him, whether or not it is him, whether or not it's just your own self speaking to your own self. He can give you that confirmation that what, what I am saying, and it is me because he wants it to be done. And so he's more than willing and able and capable to really bring that um, word of confirmation because he want, he desires for it to be done. And if he desires for it to be done and he knows that your heart is diligent in doing it and wanting it to be done, he will meet you with that diligence and he will make sure that you know it's time. He will make sure and let you know that, yes, this is me because he wants it done. He would not be speaking it if he did not want it to be done. And so um, I encourage you on today uh, to allow God. God to be God in your life and that if God has given you a word uh, to go, then that you will go and that you would do whatever it is that he is requiring of you to do. If you want to read more about the story of the 10 lepers, you can go to Luke chapter 17 verse 11 um, and just the fact that they responded in faith. And then for the sake of the fact that this is um, Thanksgiving month and um, the fact that we are doing the I Am Grateful series, we see where one of the uh, nine lepers come one of the 10 lepers comes back to say thank you 
Thank you. Thank you. And so when you see that the Lord has blessed your life, when you see that he has blessed your life because you responded in faith, um, it's so important for you to go back and express gratitude for the things that he has done for you and will do for you. Um, gratitude is a tool. If you have not checked out the I Am Grateful series, I encourage you to do so um, because I believe your, your life will be blessed by it. And you'll be able to see um, just the reason why it's so important um, just to be able to to be grateful and express it. It is a powerful tool. Gratitude is a powerful tool. And if you say, well, I'm not, I, I'm not really privy on being grateful. I know that I need to say thank you when I say it, but I really don't be feeling it sometimes in me. Guess what? God can give you a heart to be able to know why it is that you're expressing the gratefulness that you need to express. And so sometimes it's just a matter of keep saying thank you. Keep saying thank you until you feel that gratitude and you begin to really appreciate um uh, the people and different things in your life and God for the different things that he does do and keep on praying and keep on seeking God and, and keep on just um, allowing him to work out the things that he needs to work out in your life. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your peace. Father God, you are the author and the finisher of our faith. There is none like you in all the earth. Thank you, Father God, for allowing us to be able to walk in faith and stand in absolute truth of what you have said, Father God, because you are the way, the truth, and the life. And there is no man that can come to the Father except through Jesus. We thank you for your love. We thank you for everything that you're doing, everything that you're working out on our behalf. There is none like you and all the earth. Thank you, Father God, for allowing us to step into blessing. You are the good Father and there is none like you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. I pray that you will go forward and be blessed on today. Hello, I'm Lynn Stacey. I encourage you to become part of the movement. The movement of Making Jesus Bigger. You can find out more about the Making Jesus Bigger movement by following me on social media at Lynn Stacy Studios on Instagram and Facebook. You can purchase the t-shirt Making Jesus Bigger because we have been given victory in Jesus Christ on the website www.lynnstacystudios.wixsite.com backslash media. By becoming part of the Making Jesus Bigger movement, we are choosing to be lights in the world. Be blessed in Jesus' name. And remember to always go forward and be blessed.